Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for August 5, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from the book of Genesis, chapter 31, verses 1 to 21. On the Lamb. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were complaining. Jacob is now a rich man, and he got everything he owns from our father. Jacob also noticed that Laban was not as friendly as he had been before. One day the Lord said, Jacob, go back to your relatives in the land of your ancestors, and I will be with you. Jacob sent for Rachel and Leah to meet him in the pasture where he kept his sheep, and he told them, Your father isn't as friendly with me as he used to be, but the God my ancestors worshipped has been on my side. You know that I have worked hard for your father, and that he keeps cheating me by changing my wages time after time. But God has protected me. When your father said the speckled sheep would be my wages, all of them were speckled. And when he said the spotted ones would be mine, all of them were spotted. That's how God has taken sheep and goats from your father and given them to me. Once when the flocks were mating, I dreamed that all the rams were either spotted or speckled. Then God's angel called me by name. I answered, and he said, Notice that all the rams are either spotted or speckled. I know everything Laban is doing to you, and I am the God you worshipped at Bethel, when you poured olive oil on a rock and made a promise to me. Leave here at once and return to the land where you were born. Rachel and Leah said to Jacob, There's nothing left for us to inherit from our father. He treats us like foreigners, and he has even cheated us out of the bride price that should have been ours. So do whatever God tells you to do. Even the property God took from our father and gave to you really belongs to us and our children. Then Jacob, his wives, and his children got on camels and left northern Syria for the home of his father Isaac in Canaan. Jacob took along all his flocks, herds, and other property. Before Rachel left, she stole the household idols while Laban was out shearing his sheep. Jacob tricked Laban the Aramean by not saying that he intended to leave. When Jacob crossed the Euphrates River and headed for the hill country of Gilead, he took with him everything he owned. Contemporary English Version Moving and changing are a part of life. Change and movement are built into all creation, from the seasons of the year to our physical bodies over time. Some changes and moves we deem as good, and others, well, not so much. Yet, whether good or bad, any switch or shift in life can be difficult to cope with. Whatever the circumstance, God stands behind everything working out good and divine purposes. There are times and seasons in our lives where we can get lost in our own stories. Ultimately, however, our transitions from one place to another are really about our individual stories fitting into the larger story of God. Whenever we are unable to see how our own story and the story of God fit together, it's an opportunity to exercise faith and trust in God listening to God and responding to God's call to move and change will at times be difficult, 
due to the uncertainty of our future. In today's Old Testament lesson, Jacob has served his father-in-law Laban for quite a few years. Now he hears the call of God to move. That move is both good and fraught with anxiety. Jacob and his family are on the lamb, literally moving their lambs and sheep and everything they own to avoid pursuit and confrontation. The principal actor and center of the story is really not Jacob, but God. The narrative is primarily about the Lord, with Jacob as the supporting actor in the story. God was watching over and protecting Jacob. The Lord was following through on a promise of land and descendants given to Jacob's grandfather, Abraham, to make him into a great nation, so that all people groups on earth would be blessed. So then, the story of Jacob is merely one piece in the grand unfolding drama of God's redemption. This drama would eventually and ultimately find its fulfillment in the person and work of Jesus. Jacob had in-law issues. His relationship with his father-in-law had always been tenuous and was morphing into trouble. Laban's attitude had changed toward his son-in-law, probably due to Jacob's increasing wealth and Laban's decreasing assets. So God showed up and told Jacob to return to the land of his fathers. Along with the call to make a change came a promise of God's continued presence with Jacob. The grace given to Abraham when calling him out of Ur was renewed with more grace when calling Jacob back to the land of his father and grandfather. It is in God's nature to be gracious and to heap grace upon grace. Jacob heeded the call of the Lord and began laying plans to move back to Canaan. But how to tell his family about this? What are his wives going to say? After all, he's talking about moving away with teenagers still in the tent. With some anxiety, Jacob called his wives, Rachel and Leah, out to the fields to talk. Jacob laid out the story of himself and Laban, which he framed more as a contrasting story between God and Laban. He pointed out that <clears throat> Laban's attitude changed, whereas God's attitude does not change. God is not fickle. Laban was unreliable, reneging on promises. But God is reliable and trustworthy, keeping divine promises. Laban kept changing his mind. Yet God stays the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Laban saw only self-interest. However, God sees everyone and shows solidarity with the oppressed. This same God is concerned for us and will not renege on promises. God is providentially working out a good agenda and concern for this earth, and we can bank on it. The response from Jacob and Rachel to Laban was some tricky thievery. Jacob stealthily took his family and ran away from the situation. Rachel straight up stole Laban's household gods. You know, something to keep in mind is that Old Testament narratives do not usually tell us whether something is bad or good, but instead allows the story to unfold and speak for itself so that we can see the ethics working out in that narrative. 
Jacob and Rachel had a less than stellar response to God's grace. We do not know exactly what the household gods are or why Rachel stole them. What we do know is that there was a bit of pagan practice mixed in with worship of the one true God. Our circumstances will forever be changing, and God may ask us to move and go do something somewhere else. Yet no matter the situation and how different our surroundings may become, God does not change and is here with us, and at the same time is continually moving to accomplish good purposes. Loving God, you have made the whole of human life in your image, each one of us shaped in love. Your goodness is ever-present within us all, yet there is so much evil and pain in our world. It comes at us from every direction. Teach us how to rediscover your love within us and to use that love as a force for good. Help us to turn our hearts toward the world in hope, praying for each other and regarding each other as a treasure so that we might be the light which darkness can never overcome. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.